0: Welcome to Living Water Radio. Jesus is the reason for the season, it's been said. But will we encounter Christ at Christmas this year? Will Christmas be more than a secular holiday? How do we proclaim a new Noel? Today, we're going to find out. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Rev. Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years, today maintaining our yard is my gym, and I am active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. We were at Target in San Dimas last Tuesday, and I sneaked into the Christmas cards section to find a card for Sally. The Christmas card section took the entire side of an aisle in the card section right in front, I looked through the section from one end to the other twice. I could not find one card with a religious Christmas theme. Not one. It wasn't like, okay, it was four days before Christmas and there were lots of blank slots, maybe from the religious ones. There were two that I recall. There just weren't any Christmas cards with a Christmas message. We had looked for boxed Christmas cards earlier in the season, and there were only a few that even by a stretch could be said to have a remotely Christmas message. What does that say about the state of Christmas in our culture? We are still in Advent, and I guess I'm doing a little adventing again this year, but I wonder if it means that the church has so small a footprint in our culture that a mega-retailer like Target sees no market for a Christian message at Christmas. None. I'm not mad at Target. That's not where the fault lies. They study their markets. They know what sells and what doesn't, what's good for the company and what isn't. I'm deeply disappointed in the Christian church that has, for decades, made the Christian message into a motif, a tradition, an institution devoid of any spiritual power. You'll find churches that are social clubs, political organizations, service clubs, guardians of tradition, and social justice groups that use religious language, but only to project a public image or to harness the power of our numbers. They want to convince us that our only hope for relevance is to conform to the values of this world. And when we do, we one day wake up on Christmas and find that we are not different than our culture and have no purpose in it whatsoever. These cannot harness our real power, though. No one can control the Holy Spirit. It's hard to find a church whose focus is on the leadership of the Holy Spirit to receive new life in Jesus Christ, to the already inbreaking but not yet perfected reign of God, to the need for repentance from the old life and a turning to the redemptive and transformational new life in a living relationship with the one true living God. I saw a tweet the other day from a mother who told about how she had been in a coffee shop recently when a barista announced that an order was ready by calling out Mary. The mother's four-year-old didn't miss a beat and shouted, Full of grace, the Lord is with you! The mother said that her order was called next and she quickly collected it and left in embarrassment and laughter. It is kind of funny, but it's also sad that it's funny. Why not be proud that a full-throated Advent proclamation is remembered and proclaimed without hesitation by a four-year-old? It comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 26-28, which in the New Revised Standard Version proclaims, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. This reminds me of the meme I saw this year that shows a singer performing the popular Christian song, Mary, Did You Know? And Mary inserting the answer, well, yeah, the angel Gabriel told me. When even people in popular Christian music miss the message, we have a problem. I'm a big advocate for fix the problem, not the blame. And having ad-vented a little bit, I wonder how can we fix the problem? Is it time for a new focus? Is it time for us to concentrate on the message and not the packaging for a while? Is it time for us to care less about the popularity of our message and more on its impact? Is it time to focus less on come to my church and more on come meet Jesus? There are people in our culture who don't know what Christmas is about, and their numbers are rising. Perhaps that's a place to start, as in, what am I doing for Christmas? Well, we'll be going to church. Have you ever heard why we celebrate Christmas? It's quite a story. I suppose it's not surprising that more and more people don't know the story of Jesus' birth or the reason for it. Generations are being raised without any real knowledge of what Christianity is about. And it shows in their often incredible and unfortunate ignorance, especially among those who raise criticisms of Christianity and even among active members of Christian churches. I remember reading a posting years ago from a pastor who was a Presbyterian, I think, he said that a member of the church he served had told him that she had gone to the jewelry department of a big-box store to buy a baptism gift for her niece. She asked the young woman at the counter if she had any silver cross necklaces. Sure, the clerk said. Do you want the kind with a little man on it, or the kind without? I don't think that things have improved much since then. Invite someone to come to church with you, or to watch it online and then talk about it with you. This year, as concerns about the rapid spread of the Omicron variant rise, some may opt to watch it at home. And that may be an even more attractive option for people who have never been to a Christian worship service, or haven't been for a while, or have weird beliefs about what actually happens at worship in Christian communities. Maybe it's time for a new Noel. Noel is a word that means Christmas, the celebration of the birth of Christ in songs and in art. It came to the English language from the French and into the French language from the Latin word natalis. Natalis, according to Merriam-Webster.com, can mean birthday as a noun or of or relating to birth as an adjective. Natalis is where our word natal comes from. Your natal town is the town where you were born. Prenatal care is the care a woman receives before giving birth. The natal star Was the one over baby Jesus? Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. Maybe that message will be the means by which people open their hearts to receive the presence of God this year. Will there be room? And how will things change for those who do? In Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus, he says in John 3, beginning at the fifth verse, God transforms lives. They are so changed that it is like being born again, or born from above, from God. We don't see the wind, we see the effect of the wind on things. We don't see God, we see the effect of God on people. And people become a new creation, like a baby, brand new. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5.17, So, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. It is almost Christmas and we have good news. Life can change for the better. The deepest darkness is overcome by the light. Christ is born. Our redemption is nearer now than when it was first proclaimed. Remember the Keep Christ in Christmas campaigns? Maybe we've come to the point that we need a Restore Christ to Christmas effort. We now await the second coming, the second advent of Jesus, to bring the new heaven and new earth. But for the coming of the first advent, the birth of God made flesh in Jesus Christ, fully God and fully human being, the waiting is over. It's what we celebrate at Christmas. No one has to wait for God to live in them, for Christ to be born in you. Let's invite people to open their hearts to receive the transformational presence of God, to come and know Jesus. Let's encourage people to expect something to actually happen this Christmas and hope in the Lord so that they might return home like the shepherds who encountered the infant Jesus in Luke 2 verse 20. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Let's come to Christmas with a new focus on the awe and wonder of it. Let's be reflectors of the light that is Jesus Christ. Share the good news of new life and bring a focus on Jesus this Christmas, the light that has overcome the darkness and points us to our new birth in a new Noel. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Contact a friend or a relative. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Get your vaccine. It is the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Avoid crowds if you can and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and encourager.